Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. It's the Luke and Pete Show. I'm Pete Donaldson. It is Monday the 30th of October. Uh, welcome to the show, Lukey Moore. Thanks very much. Right, mate. Thanks for having me back. Luke, I, uh, over the weekend, went to your friend of mine, Bedford. No, I don't like it. Bedford. Not nice. Not that nice. What do you mean it's not nice? Not a very nice place. Um, the river's nice. Is it? I don't remember the, the river. Oos, oos. Oh, yeah. The oos. Um, a lot of um, people rowing. Like that's, that, you know, that's all That's all that happens on that right. thing. A lot of swans. There are a lot of really nice towns really just around there. Yeah, I just don't remember Bedford as being particularly pleasant. It's one of those places where you get, um, you, if you go for the wrong stop, um, from the Leicester um, London line. It's, it's, it's basically just what where you, you go. What to... were you doing up there anyway? I was at a fiftieth birthday, and I um, met a guy called Aaron in an underground car park next to a view cinema, uh, who um, <laughs> was, was like, like quite excited about seeing me. I was like, yes, finally, someone who respects. My position in the game. Why are you meeting strangers in underground Why car parks? Why am I saying underground car parks? It's like the X Files. But I was like, wow, that was the, like he he was like really excited to see me. And I was like, and I didn't, ex- and I obviously never expect that, and it and it and it shouldn't be expected because it's it's completely, you know, it's it's not expected. Um, but straight after that encounter, I um uh, a woman came over and went, I'm too fat. I, I can't do the accent. I'm too fat. <laughs> Came up to me, grabbed me by the arm, and went, I'm too fat. I went, what? Were you on your own? On my own. Um, I'm sorry there. I, I'm in my daughter's car. She's Irish now. Irish now. I, I'm in my daughter's car, and it, I'm too fucking fat. I can't get in the car. And so the, so she couldn't get in her own car that she was driving, right? right? And she wanted me to reverse her car out. Oh, worst nightmare stuff. Of all the people she could have chosen. Well, yeah, exactly, because I can't drive a stick. Did you panic? Oh, yeah, massively. You can't drive a stick at all? Can't drive a stick at all. No, I mean I had a go. I had two goes at it, but um, the juddering. Every time I stalled it, we got closer and closer to the barrier. I was like, "One more of them, I'm totaling your car." So how I'm has getting this happened out. to you? I know. Did I'll... you not say to her, "I'm sorry, I can't she drive said, a stick." You're the skinniest bloke I've seen all afternoon. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she chose me. She chose me specifically because of my svelte nature, so I could squeeze through uh, next to the other car to get it out. 
kid in the back as well. <laughs> just a little toddler, not even in, like strapped into a child seat, just clambering around. Well, and why I'm, were you not thinking, how's this happened to me? How's this happened to me? I said. Was, it, was the f- previous aforementioned listener slash fan still there on the scene? No, he'd gone, Aaron, Aaron had gone, bless him. But and, uh, so lovely lad. Why didn't you say to him, I'm very sorry, I can't drive that car? I'm sorry, I'm too famous to drive this car, I said. Um, no, I just, I, I, well, I said that, but she went, ah, just have a go. <laughs> Like, wow. Wow. Yeah. And what was your process? What did you do? Uh, clutch down, foot firmly on the brake. I yeah. disengaged the, um, uh, the, 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 the handbrake, uh, put it in reverse with a clutch. And I'd sort of thought I'd got there and then. But you not find that, could you not find the bite point though? I knew the bite point had to be involved somewhere, but um, yeah, I just, I just, I just absolutely, it just went, and it was just getting closer and closer to the barrier. So I was like, I, I can't. And she was, going, she was just very animated. But we managed to find someone who was as skinny as me who could drive stick in the end. But um, it was, that uh, must it was be quite very... emasculating for you. <sighs> not really. I, we all know there's not going to be sticks. You know, it's an emasculation that's only going to last the maximum of ten years. So <laughs> yeah, everyone's I mean, going in the moment. I mean, oh yeah, no. you've got to admit defeat, haven't you? I don't mind. Who am I admitting defeat to? An old gran. <laughs> An old fat gran. Don't be disrespectful to her. She said she was feckin' fat. Yeah, she kept us in feckin', which her, you don't hear very often. That's her right to say that about herself. Yeah. It's not your right to say that about her. She literally said it. But don't take it out on her because you can't drive a car. <laughs> uh, but it was very stressful. I didn't like it. didn't enjoy uh, that part I got a, um, Bedford. I got an absolute, I had an absolute nightmare... Um, Speaking of this, um, before we get... Oh, I said we do an email mm. special. We will. We yeah, will. Get we will emails, yeah, yeah. But just as, as a part of an elongated intro on the back of that, I had a, I had a nightmare a few weeks ago. I've got to tell you. Um, we were... Wi-Fi have access to our, our son and me. We were having a drive back into London. and It was mm. a terrible journey. It took ages. Boy was getting a little bit agitated. Sticker automatic. I've got an automatic. Oh, Mike, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, we were on this big queue of traffic and it turned out... We weren't far from home and it turned mm. out the bus had broken down. Right. No one could get past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was a, a, an immediate turn, left turn, <gasps> which I thought I could probably, if I went down there, yeah. I'd be able to find my, pick my way home. Yeah. And I could. Little, it, little rat race. Turned out I could. Right. Little rat run. Little rat run. Um, we get up the, 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 the road, half up the road, and there's this kind of sign and these two big flower boxes they've put in the middle of the road. Oh uh, yeah, too and, too small. Uh, no, 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 oh, right. no. You could get through it, but right. I, and I thought it was to 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 slow traffic down. Right. Yeah. It's part of a residential kind of plan. And my wife was it like, was "The Chelsea Flower Show." <laughs> my, no, my wife was like, "You can't drive through there." Mm. And I was thinking, I said, "Yeah, you can. It's just to 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 um to slow traffic down. It's like a traffic measure." Mm. And she went, "No, no, you can't. That sign means you can't drive through there." And I admit, mm. I was sitting there thinking. You've never driven a car in the UK. Right. You don't know what the signs mean. Yeah. This is fine. And you end up and, in a shopping centre. And I've doubled down. Yeah. Stubbornly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. gone and done it anyway. Yeah. And she was like, you can't do that. I was like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Anyway, it gets forgotten about. Yesterday morning, ticket. Oh, what? For driving down the thing? Photograph. For, it's for um, bikes only. Why Why? You, why but why you, am I but, like this? Why, why it must be 65 quid. Why are you not opening the post before she gets to it? I hid the letter. Mimi doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, look. It's important for us to keep up a facade. Like, in, in many... In, I don't like, think that's as embarrassing as your thing with the with the lady, though. I'd have done that in five I, seconds. Uh, flat, yeah, no problem. I'm... I'm Yeah, because you can drive a stick, but I'm, I am operate. I can operate the motor vehicle I'm allowed to operate. Yeah, but I'm not saying that. I'm right. saying you should have just said no. Yeah, but she, I said no, and she said yes. <laughs> All right? 
<laughs> it's like if they said to you, oh, by the way, mate, do you mind just take over the um, the yoke on this plane for the next half an hour? I'd have a go. I'd have a go. <laughs> I know one. you would. That would be, be a new experience. I've yeah. tried driving stick. It's, it's stupid. Be that. It would certainly be that. stupid. Anyway. Just a manual plane. <laughs> yeah, I promised on Thursday we'd do an email special. We've got loads of emails. Right. I feel bad because people take the time to email in. We don't always get to them. Mm. And so I think we should right. um, We should do it. First up, I want to read an email um, on the on the subject, Pete, of your social skills. I know it's you know a little bit unfair, perhaps, but you've... I've got a right to reply. It's fine. ...acquiesced to this, and we talked about it before. Uh, Andrew's been in touch, and he says he's a listener who met you recently, mm. and he, he sent in a review of your small talk. Okay. So I think what I'll do is, is bullet pointing out by three bullet points. Maybe I'll go through a bullet point at a time, and you can have a right to reply for each bullet point, and then we'll do the conclusion, because he's done like marks out of ten and all the rest of it, okay? Mm. So Andrew, his name is, he says, uh, I bumped into Pete in Southend on Friday night, mm-hmm. and yep. I introduced myself as a long-term Luke and Pete show fan. Um, this is my, this is the, you know, the summary of my, my experience. Mm. Introduction. Eight out of 10. Okay. I, I commented right. on my frequent emailing, Pete feigned interest. That makes <laughs> it sound like I wasn't, um, convincing at my interest. It's giving you eight out of 10. Right. Were you interested? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes, I was interested. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I can't remember what the actual details were, but I was interested. Okay. Well, you started off okay. Okay. You yep. feigned interest. It sounds to me that's all Andrew expected. Mm. He said, then Pete proceeded to ask me uh, to sit down and join him at a table for two with his wife that he has access to. Did you do that? Yes, did, yeah. That's going too far, isn't it? Is that going too far? I think Why is so. that going too far? You're making it awkward. <laughs> so he just wants to say hello. He just wants to spend a whole night having dinner with you. I was at a gig. I wasn't, I, I wasn't having a meal. I was having oh, a pint. Okay. I was having a meal of a pint of lager. What was the gig? Uh, John Robbins. John Robbins. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, oh, please make a show with me. You're a proper one. What? Yeah, um, Pete, so presumably Andrew turned that down. You're not the Ellis James of this, <laughs> of this duo. Much. Andrew says that uh, he, he, he kind of gives you a kind of emoji, kind of straight-faced emoji, which doesn't really say whether that, he's happy about that, that or not. I think he's gone for um, absolutely fine, but the emoji he's used is like... Yeah. Andrew goes on to say, I mentioned I had mould in my house and a puppy... Mm. Um, his partner it sounds like he's bad at small talk <laughs> yeah I'm sounds like he's that. panicking yeah. sounds like he's panicking his partner intervened before he could embarrass himself that's harsh <laughs> that's harsh I think yeah um, overall 6 out of 10 he says 6 out of 10 yeah. he says, I'm upset I didn't meet him at the indie bar next door after any no. explanation for that I, I mean there's not a um, indie bar next door is there is there uh, I'm not, yeah I've not Hel- been there hello uh, and then there's a follow Andrew? up as a, as a postscript Andrew says I said I said we should be called Lapites for Luke and Pete show fans he mm. suggested Lapos Sounds Lappos. a bit like Lappy, doesn't it? Yeah. Sounds a bit yeah. like a lap dancing bar. <laughs> Does it? Lappies? Is, yeah. that la- is that what lads... Is that how they describe a lap dancing bar? I lappies. think some lads do, yeah. I'm off to the lappies. Yeah. It's, I would assume laptop, see? And then yeah. that's where the hilarious confusion occurs. Technology. Where I'm trying to update my drivers. Um, I once in a heard... Pound in a pint glass. In one, of the, <laughs> in one of the funniest things Marcus Speller has said, and he's mm. said many funny things over mm. the years, um, I once overheard a bunch of quite tedious lads... Mm calling a lap dancing bar a titty bar right to in which for the rest of the conversation because Marcus is a very kind of sensible straight straight yeah, guy, straight-less guy he insisted on referring to them every time it came up a conversation again as a breast bar a breast bar <laughs> which kind of completely which completely disarms the whole thing which yeah. I thought was funny I, ca- I can't I can't I can't criticise Marcus because fundamentally you'll point out that I'm, that I'm having a go <laughs> I'm not because it's early on in the ramble I said something it only becomes uh, uh, um, uh, a thing if that person takes umbrage with it so we all do little little jokes at each other 
But Marcus Zuno goes, uh, actually, Pete, I do like the, f- I, I do like the films of insert director. <laughs> yeah, but I think you can't, what I think, you, the reason I criticise you is because I think mm. what you do is this, right? Right. You look at me. Yeah. And you go, I'm not having any of that. Stuff, <laughs> right? He can defend himself. And you look at Vish and He's... you go, I don't know Vish that well. Oh, there's some like low-hanging <laughs> fruit. Oh, delicious low-hanging fruit. Yeah, Mother, but you don't, say, you don't say weird stuff. He's always saying weird Marcus stuff. Marcus is the equivalent of you walking past a lovely little cottage and seeing a pie on the windowsill and going, oh, delicious. <laughs> no, my cousin's you know, oh, black pudding my pie. House, I'll chop your fucking hands off. That's why. And that's why I don't like bullies, Peter. Not a bully. I'm just like, he'll say something that makes me laugh and I'll go, hang on, what's that about? And yeah. then you go, stop picking on my house. I'm not. Yeah. I'm just not. Okay. All right. Please, we got that out of there, out of, <laughs> off our chest. But I will always stick up for the little man. You always pick up with the little man. Yeah. And his uh, breast bar. <laughs> why don't you do this email from Dylan? I haven't read it in right. advance. It looks like it might be awful. Oh, okay. Um, right. Dylan. It it's a long one. I'll, I'll bash through it. Um, oh, good God. That is a tight one. <laughs> no. Hello there. The thing I... is, Pete, Rory's pretty, Rory's, producer Rory's young. Yeah. And he's got a very nice, good moral compass. Yes, he has. By which I mean he's Scottish. And and so if he's agreed that this can go in the running order and he's put a title on the email, yeah. I think it's probably fine. He's absolutely fine. fine. All yeah. right, okay. Hello there. I'm a court reporter for the Daily Telegraph and the Illawarra Star in New South Wales, Australia, and I have a story you may find amusing. Paul Iera, a Wollongong uh, tradesman, faked his own kidnapping so he could go and see a sex worker on New Year's Eve last <laughs> the year. The admin! And if that ain't living life to the fullest, I don't know what is. Did it start when he agreed to um, reverse a woman's car out of a car park? <laughs> Do fit. Uh, <laughs> Iera told his partner he was going to see his finance guy before later messaging her uh, that he'd been kidnapped by unknown Middle Eastern men. I don't Racist mind as well. I don't mind faking a kidnapping, but why do we always go there? Why yeah. do we always, when we're faking our kidnappings? Why do we go there? If you had to fuck a kidnapping, what? What? Who are you saying in that scenario? Who are you saying has done it? I was saying um, uh, the men and women of Lilliput. Yeah. Because then I would look like I could possibly overpower them if I needed to get out of it. All right? Yeah. I'd need quite small Possibly. people. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> um, he then started texting her, pretending to be the kidnappers, with the partner contacting the police, who instigated a wide-reaching search. Uh, Iero was found by police the following day in a van. It's just good that he's looking after the pennies. He's seeing his sex workers in his van, presumably. He's not looking after the public coffers, though, is he? That's no, he's not true. And told the lie, but ultimately nothing stacked up. Phone towers, phone downloads, and CCTV had him going to the sex workers' address. And he was charged with making a false accusation. Iero was uh, sentenced to a three-year community connect correction order, like a good behaviour band, a bond rather, uh, ordered to complete 350 hours of community service and pay back the New South Wales Police um, about eight and a half grand uh, in, in British money for the resources wasted during the search. Good. Magistrate said the following when sentencing era, uh, society would be asking, why shouldn't you be sent to prison? You chose to send alarming, frightening messages to your partner so you could ex- so get some extra time with another partner. You thought that would be a great way to do it. Any reasonable person would have gone to the police and that is exactly what happened. Um, I mean, just, a astonishing uh, turn of events. Yeah. If you wanted to spend a little bit more time uh, over the festive season no, with a sex for worker. For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, not you, Marcus. <laughs> He's not here to defend what himself. If, what if Marcus, was the question you're going to ask me? If you wanted to spend a little bit more time or any time with the sex worker. A little worker, bit more time? <laughs> Wait, where's this come from? Over New Year's Eve. Over New, New Year's, Year's Eve. Eve. New Year's to Eve. To me, there's a, the, the thing. The, the, Use the fireworks. Pretend you're under fire. The main over the phone. The, ma- <laughs> the main issues I have with this are that 
he has wasted an extraordinary amount of presumably already stretched police resources. Over the busiest time of year as well. Yeah, two, he's mm. choosing to do New Year's Eve in that way. Yeah. Now, I don't understand, I don't know what arrangement he's got with his partner. Presumably, based not, on what not, transpired, pre- not a very good one. <laughs> uh, he's not got an arrangement where he can get away with that kind of caper. No, if, he, if, no. He, if him and his, his partner were like, oh, by the way, um, I like seeing sex workers, and mm. his partner was like, okay, that's, I actually haven't got a problem with that. Yeah, right. Stick it in the family calendar <laughs> so we know where you are. <laughs> no, um, clashes. Very much coming out of your personal account, not the, not the joint <laughs> account. Um, and uh, all the other stuff, and all the admin that comes along with that kind of stuff, you need to do properly and thoroughly. Uh-huh. It's not for me to judge. No. It's not for me to judge. But don't, maybe just don't do it family time. Don't have people, admin workers, who are already working really hard, pinging phone towers. <laughs> For your fucking bullshit. What I always, what I always like about, um, and it was usually men who get caught in the act of murder, uh, um, doing terrible things to their their friends and family, etc. Um, they, I think they always think that that, that um, your mobile phone can't be subpoenaed in any way. You know what I mean? Like, I, they, they, they always think that the things that they've got on their phone are sacrosanct and the police can't get to them because I'll just delete them. So I'll what, just delete so, them, it's fine. No, but if... So, this is a genuine question off the back of that then because I, I have never really thought about how they would do this. Right. If 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 you... So, we had, we had a death in our family about a year ago. Yeah. And... Um, there lot some stuff had to happen. It, mm. it was all you know, it was very sad, but yeah. there's no there was no suspicious circumstances. But obviously the police didn't know that at the time. Mm. So they do take the electronic equipment, mm. and but obviously they're locked with pins and mm. Apple cl- yeah, iCloud. Yeah, 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 so how yeah. do the police actually get into that? Because the reason I asked this is because in my experience, the police were asking a lot of questions about how to get into it. Uh, do you know the pin? Do you know the email address? Do you know the password? Presumably, because that's the easiest way of doing it. Presumably, yes. And then, yeah. other than that, they've got other measures they can. Take. I mean, I presu- I do, I'm almost certain that um, they c- text messages outside of stuff like the peer to peer encryption um, thing of like stuff like WhatsApp um, are public. So, like, I think phone companies do have records of so text, people's text messages. Mean? I think normal texts aren't encrypted. Maybe I'm wrong on that one. Um, but like, you know, mobile phone, like phone um, connections happening. Uh, your I- ISP will obviously have, uh, your, your mobile phone company will act as an internet service provider and they'll know where you visited, what you've looked at, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think peer-to-peer messaging like WhatsApp and stuff, I don't think, you, that's why um, you can get away with throwing your phone in the sea, et cetera, et cetera, in recent uh, British court uh, yeah. cases lately. Um, you can get away with that or, or you know, deleting stuff at, at, at source. But um, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's, I guess the easiest way of doing it is asking for people's phone records. But people do sort of think that there's some kind of like legal thing where it's quite hard for people to, to um, get, phone stuff kind of like off off court documents onto court documents rather but the, but the, the part of the reason for me asking the question is something that I saw in the news recently which Why I was crying thought, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what was, was, was absolutely baffling mm. is that Prime Minister our current Prime Minister Rishi Sunak was yeah. asked to submit his WhatsApp messages to the COVID inquiry mm. and he refused said he couldn't because he's changed his phone several times since then but the WhatsApp messages aren't linked to a device they're linked to a number Hmm. Whereas it depends on if you've it depends if you've saved them um, to where where your phone should be. I suppose if you've changed phones, it doesn't necessarily that's keep a piss all your messages. That's a piss take. He's a public servant, and that is a piss take. He shouldn't be using a personal phone if if those messages can't be um, can't be subpoenaed. He shouldn't be using a personal phone to um, to carry out government business. Yeah, it shouldn't. Um, he... so, I, I, how much has the, have the right profited over bloody? Um, Clinton's uh, use of a of a personal email address, Big like time. that's been like yep. that's a multi billion dollar industry. Big time. Chat about that. I, I would also say 
that actually, if we're, if we're going to soberly <laughs> assess what is expected of our public figures, right? We'll be there all day. <laughs> no, but re- in, if all things were equal, Rishi Sunak should be voluntarily handing them over. He shouldn't even need to have them subpoenaed. Mm. He should be saying, I was a prominent figure in one of the biggest issues in recent memory in this country. Mm. As a result, I'm whiter than white. I'm transparent. Here's all my shit. But, but it's because, uh, I guess, our court system and also, like, the, to, to, to a bigger extent, the, um, the our government, they're not... Um, they're not technocrats. They don't. They don't understand how these things work, and they don't understand no, that a crime is being committed. Yeah. So, by by rights, the the opposition should be should that should be number one. But it's not sexy enough. You know what I mean? The but the, but the real shock and stuff is because uh, the, the 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 general public don't really understand uh, what a public servant is compared to what their uh, obligations are to technology. They they should be they should be submitting this stuff. We just, yeah. we're just not we're just not that um uh, technologically uh, um uh, competent I think as a as, as a community to to hold our uh, to hold our um uh, politicians to, to to standards that they should have. A great example of that. that. A great example of that would be the online safety bill, right? Mm. That has taken so long to go through parliament. They're in a situation where it's almost like in a, a law version of development hell mm. where they it's so out of date yeah if time, by the by time. time get it through, they have to keep redoing it because the internet and technology moves on so quickly yeah and it also makes me interested the thing that i find interesting is the we'll idea get that deep fake uh, porn stuff uh is sorted in about 2015 yeah exactly <laughs> once we've moved on well there was a, there was a i think we mentioned it at the time on bbc question time but which for those people listening not in the uk is the uk's flagship political debate program um, there was a question from the audience about um, AI. Mm. Oh, what do you think the main dangers are posed by AI? You, you know, pretty standard story, uh, standard question. All the people on the um, panel, whether it be politicians, public figures, celebrities, whoever the fuck they had on there, I forget who it was, they just answered the questions about the internet. Yeah. It's like, that's not the yeah, question. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you don't even understand it's the like, framing of the question. Guy Gormer and the BBC News. Yeah, yeah. that's what it Talking was about. Talking about like. MP3s. I also find the priorities of people's outlooks really interesting because you mentioned like Hillary Clinton there, right? Right in the, in the US, are obsessed with Hillary Clinton. Mm. They're, they're just obsessed with her. Um, they're obsessed with people that are convenient for them to be obsessed with, like Hunter Biden, like mm. Joe Biden's son. Yeah. Right? Problematic character, without mm. a question. Not running for officer, officer, is he? No. Not running for public office. No. Hillary Clinton's not doing anything now. Why do you care? Mm. And, and, and the thing that really fucking winds me up about that is that all of a sudden, people who have a right-leaning political philosophy, which in my personal view... You know, good for them. It's fine. I, I don't want to. I don't want to participate in the othering of people who have different political opinions to me. I don't think that's helpful. Right? But they are othering themselves in the way that well, some but, of them. But the thing is, they, in the US particular, they've gone so far. Yeah. That it's like it's not even on the political spectrum now. Yeah. So, so they'll. So what they'll do is they'll spend their time right criticizing Biden on bits of policy or criticising Biden for his son, right, or whatever, they'll go, oh, Biden doing the Inflation Reduction Act, it's not the thing we should be doing. Oh, so you want to do politics properly now, do you? Mm-hmm. But when people literally commit insurrection in the Capitol building and commit treason, yeah. led by the President of the United States, the actual President, the, the, free, the leader of the free world, the guy who sits in the office, the most historic, amazing, his, his, storied office in the Western world. He mm. sits behind the resolute desk, you know, fucking wood carved out of the fucking great battleships gifted by, you know, Queen Victoria to America, right? It's an amazing office, mm. right? He fucking tells people to come in there. You don't give a fuck about that. Mm. Oh, you want to talk about policy now? Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, want yeah. to talk about that? It's a fucking disgrace. Mm. And, and they've gone so far to the right and so far off the fucking reservation that they don't have a right to talk about this stuff. 
you can't on one hand let that happen on the other hand say oh yeah we want, we're not going to pass that law because it's got a certain <laughs> amount of different detail in it that we don't like fuck off but when we sort of like see the debates in, uh, for the for obviously the leader of the Republican Party uh, which is you know completely useless because obviously Trump, Trump's way, way ahead um it's it is really funny to see these kind of um, people try and do um, uh, like like talk like like a Reagan era fiscally conservative. Oh, they're all Republican. they're all they're all Reagan era fucking but, cosplayers. But yeah, but but that's not what that party is anymore. You know, they're just racist maniacs. So like, yeah. your base doesn't care about fiscal responsibility. No. They care about being racist. And 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 and, and the fi- I know that people love to use people love to beat America with a stick, right? It's, it's, in many ways it's a country that lends itself to having the piss taken out of it particularly mm. if you're in Britain because that's, that's what British people are like anyway and mm. it's kind of oh America's just a bit like Britain but it's a bit more mental and so you know, people go crazy for the kind of stories that come out of there but the thing that I'm really passionate about having spent a bit of time there and knowing a little bit about it is just that you have to understand the US is and particularly was an amazing country. You know, they fought, admittedly, with, you know, with a bit of help here and there, of course, they fought for their own kind of independence. And they did it in an amazing way against a massive world naval superpower, and they got it. They fought really fucking hard to abolish slavery. Mm. And, and the, 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 some, of the, some of the political maneuvers they, that Lincoln and, and some of his um, cohorts and colleagues made to abolish slavery in a way that meant it could never come back was some of the most amazing political work that's ever been done anywhere, right? And that's the weight of the legacy that that fucking office holds. And if you're going to treat it like the, like the way Donald Trump's treated it, I know this is a bit of a kind of five-year-old conversation, but it's still there. It's still mm. pervading all the time. Don't tell me that you love America. Don't mm. tell me that you, you're a really proud conservative if you're going to let that shit fucking slide because they are a vassal state to some fucking egocentric maniac's fucking whims and they should just admit it. Mm. We don't want to be in a, a democracy. We want to be in a dictatorship. We want that guy to be our dictator. He's a fucking messianic Jesus figure to us and whatever he does we'll, we'll excuse. And don't sit there on fucking Twitter criticising Joe Biden if you're going to fucking lie yourself with that fucking cunt. Mm. That, I'm sorry to be sweary about it but I feel very passionately about it and it annoys the shit out of me that in the world we're in now, America's needed. Whether you like yeah. it or not, it's fucking needed. China, the Middle East, Russia, all this stuff. If you don't like what America's doing, you're going to fucking hate the other guys. But at the same time, America needs to fucking take its responsibility seriously. Anyway, that's a diversion. Sorry about that. Sorry about the tangent. I'm going back to Paul, and I'm going to do a final email to wrap up the show, Peter. All right. If that's all right with you. In fact, I'm going to do Paul, then I'm going to do Andrew, because yeah. they're both similar subjects. Have we done an ad break yet? Never done an ad break. Shit. We'll Let's do an do ad, ad break. break. We'll, we'll be come back. We'll do that. All yeah. right. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Speaking of vassal states, here's yeah. Luke Miller. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a vassal state to you, Peter, yeah, and your you whims, are. your messianic, messianic whims. Do what I say. Um, not what I do. Not what I do. Uh, Paul's been in touch. He says, hello, Luke and Pete. I wanted to share a story about the most I've ever eaten. We're back on board. back on familiar ground. We did talk about this a while back and it's good to get the emails in. And, and I love it when we hit on a um, subject that listeners can actually relate to, <laughs> <laughs> which is me eating too much. Uh, when I was in college, says Paul, a group from our class decided to treat ourselves to a pizza hut or you can eat buffet lunch. But with the added challenge of seeing who could eat the most. I don't know why. It seemed like a good idea at the time. And I would just say this. Back in the kind of early 2000s, Pizza Hut was the go-to if you were living in London, particularly you had no money. Because they'd mm. do all-you-can-eat lunches for a few quid, effectively. Mm. And you didn't have to have dinner. It was, it was ideal. Um, so I remember these, um, remember these times well. T- a few of our team at um, Capital, actually, Pete, the more entry-level people, which I was very much a part of, used to go to Pizza Hut for lunch like once a week. Anyway, Paul says a lot of the group bowed out after eight to ten slices. But myself and another guy were going toe-to-toe. <laughs> Being a competitive and rather stupid person, I wanted to win at all costs. So even though we called it even after 18 slices each... You're never going to poo again. <laughs> I then again. sneakily ate a 19th slice. That's demented. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were getting the bill to leave victorious and incredibly chuffed with myself. My joy was short-lived, though, as I had to work an evening shift at a supermarket later that day, where I spent the majority of the time hiding in the toilet for fear that I may need to clean up on one of the aisles. Oh, well, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> that, he's gone the other way on that one. That was the last of my competitive eating. Love the show, Paul. Right. Now, that Pizza Hut all-you-can-eat buffet thing, which is legendary in my view. It was very good. It's, it's, yeah. it's thick slices as well. It's not your fashionable sourdough <laughs> it, stuff now. But you just get like your, uh, you just get quite a lot of um, salad. You just need roughage with it, I suppose, don't you? Yeah, that's going to block you up big time. It's going to block me up big time. I need, I need the roughage for crying out loud. Yeah. Um, so thanks for getting in touch. Cracking stuff. Nineteen I, slices. I mean, if anyone could beat that, I'd be very, very surprised. It's good stuff. I, I, I um, very much enjoyed uh, some. Um, uh, Randall McRandall was uh, reviewing Marvel Spider-Man Two, the uh, PS5 game. Yeah. That's uh, obviously very popular at the moment. Uh, game of the year for a lot of people. Um, just like like video game kind of discourse is it's just very, very funny. Um, because uh, very simple people seem to really get involved in it. Um, uh, somebody was reviewing it and talking about uh, the city, the open world, uh, this fantastical... What type of game is it? It's an open world, swingy, web-slinging kind of um, shooter, I suppose. I don't fucking know. It's like right. Spider-Man, you swing around, uh, t- truss up some uh, some ne'er-do-wells. And it's, then, not like and a, then... it's not like a 3D platform or anything like that. It's like a proper RPG, is it? you just do like quests I suppose so it's 3D action sort of game Um, but somebody was reviewing it (laughs) uh, this city this open world is so limited 
It's just so much window dressing. It's just like one big jungle gym for Spider-Man to swing fly through. Um, you can't buy uh, an NYC uh, slice of pizza. You can't go to Coney Island and enjoy the world's famous Nathan's hot dog. You can't ride the subway. You can't go into a deli. You can't hail a cab. He's Spider-Man! <laughs> he doesn't need to do any yeah. of those things. Like, yeah. these, these people buy a game for $70. And games, like, take five years to make. Minimum. Yeah. And these people want to do the most dull tedious things in them it's not because second they, life they, they feel like they're just not getting the value unless there's 300 hours of of uh, of, of content in these things but also but I'm a, just saying he could have eaten 15 18 slices of uh, NYC pizza buying a slice of pizza from like a, a, a stall in New York City in that game would take like five seconds yeah what are you going to do with it just imagine you did it oh there's pizza rat it's a nice little easter egg that's you all it make, is you could just you wouldn't even need to stop just nah. swing by I've got he'd, probably, he'd probably grab one with his web. Yeah, exactly. And then flip, fling it into his mouth. People are weird, man. I've never really played that weird. game. I've seen a lot of people talk about it, though. It sounds very, very interesting. It's not really oh, my cup of tea, though. No. When I'm too busy poning noobs on PUBG. <laughs> um, anyway. You prefer not to swing through the... Imagine if they added a Spider-Man compliment to PUBG. Yeah. You could swing off that... Do you know what? There's a PUBG... There's a bridge. K- <laughs> they put KFCs in PUBG. Right. Okay. What, like just a, just a, an abandoned... In, a, in, a, in a, an abandoned hellscape? Yeah. Right. And a functioning KFC? The uh, people work in KFC? No, abandoned KFC, but there's almost people left food everywhere. Right. So instead of using the first aid kit, you can you now have a little, KFC yeah. bucket KFC. and it puts your health up. It I must love like that. a sponsorship thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, 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 nice. And you can buy KFC fries. It's, Good stuff. Yeah, it's, it's very, very interesting. You can c- commit war crimes. It's kind of weird. I've committed a war crime in a KFC. It's kind of weird because it's obviously a yeah. very... So the, the map it's in is like an abandoned Eastern European town. Mm. And it's like a bright red and white... KFC. Yeah, it's it's still like, like, it still looks really good. Go yeah. get the branding in there. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. I mean, out there. I mean, out there. Like when, when obviously the sanctions bit, um, KFC became something completely different in Russia, inside Russia, anyway. What did it become? Uh, they just did their own thing, didn't they? They still had the the buildings, and they just took took them over oh, and, and, and 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 sort of dropped the franchise and pretended that um, this was the thing that everyone was eating all along. Fascinating. Like Starbucks when they bought all the little chefs. What? Did they do that? Yeah. If oh, you look at all the little chef sense. buildings and the motorways, they're all Starbucks They're now, now. Starbucks now. They must have got a job lot on them. <laughs> little chef Anyway, payment. we'll finish the show today with Andrew, who says, um, most calories in one sitting. Hi, I'm not the tallest. I'm six foot two or the fattest, approximately mm. 80 kilograms. It's interesting that he's gone for the imperial height at the metric weight mm, measurements. There. certainly is. Uh, Luke and yeah. Pete show listener, but I feel I can put my name to the most calories eaten in one sitting. I fre- this is a very strange boast from Andrew. I mean, mm. we're very happy to hear from him, but this is very strange. I mm. frequently eat two large Domino's pepperoni passions by myself. <laughs> I admit it takes me about two episodes of a good TV show, about an hour and a half, <laughs> but it is in one sitting. Once, with the help of smoking the herb. Oh, legalise it. Uh... Legalise it. <sighs> I noticed an email from Domino's that offered three pizzas for nine ninety nine each, which meant getting a third pizza was cheaper than getting two. With the intention to leave one for leftovers, I promptly sat down and polished all three off before my wife got home. He's got a wife. The total calories, 2642 per pizza. Three pizzas, 7,926 um, calories, mm. which when you add in the garlic and herb dip is easily over 8,000. You have to add in the garlic and herb it's dip. So it's dry the otherwise. only reason to eat pizza is that garlic and herb dip or that buttery dip you get. Oh, so God. He's included ah. his sources. Ah. He says, I've roughly taken on board 40% of my weekly recommended intake in under two hours. <laughs> Uh, if you needed, to, if, if needed, I could do a time lapse video of me eating all three of you. Require thanks, Andrew. It sounds like a threat, doesn't it? Yeah, 
and and I would say the Domino's PDF um, for the nutrition briefing that they've uh, that they've kind of put together, um, very heavy with color uh, numbers, and I don't know what they've done to it, but like it's quite slow to access on my uh, MacBook M1. So um, well done them for for creating such a dense PDF full Little of information. My MacBook M1. It's quite an old Mac. You Is got it? an M2. Have I? Yeah. I don't even know what I've got. There you go. It's See? fucking heavy though. I know that. <laughs> I feel every every, feel every, every gram of it on my feel fucking every... backpack on the way in in the morning. Um, all right, Peter, we have all got right. loads more emails here. I mean, Stefan's have, yeah. been in touch. Neil's been in touch. Hello to you. Hello to you, Luke. Hello to you, Tom. Mm. We will get there. We will get there. We're, we're we'll fighting a losing battle, but we will yeah. get there as soon as we can. But that's enough time for, for this Monday show. We'll back on Thursday. All right, then. Sorry about the rant about America, but I'm quite passionate about it. That's all right. Yeah. How did you, how you feel about it? Do you feel a bit awkward? What else are we going to talk about? Well, I just know that you you feel very passionate about it, and I do too, but I, I'm not able to um, talk about it in such a... I think mine was a bit ranty and a bit yeah. sweary, wasn't it? That's all right. Language of the working class, I'm, isn't it? I'm sure America will be able to deal, all right? Hopefully. Hopefully she remains unbroken. If they can survive Hillary Rodham Clinton... <laughs> He was going on Hunter Biden's laptop. He was going on about Benghazi. You did it like a Yorkshireman, though. Benghazi. Yeah. Fucking Benghazi. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it can survive that. Hopefully. I'm sure the Constitution can survive your rant. We'll have our fingers crossed. Yeah. Watch that Jill Dando documentary last week. Uh, Save that for Thursday. I know. Part through it. It sounds interesting. Hard to feel sorry for a a literal sex offender. Anyway. Um, I also watched the first. This is unrelated. <laughs> I also watched the first episode of that Beckham documentary. Right. Didn't yeah, like good. it that much. Did you not like it that I much? I found it a bit... The directing was a little bit um, scattergun. Yeah. All over the place. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, what scattergun yeah. means, isn't it? Maybe Johnny Five helped him. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday for batteries. Yeah. If you've got batteries in your battery hall, let us know about them. Take Cheers, a picture. everyone. I've, I've got to go now because I've got to go for lunch with Lars Sivertson. Oh, what a beauty. What a is, his leg, is his leg back on the bench? Well, I'm hoping to find out. Well, give it a squeeze. If he's late. He'll yelp. All right. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. We'll be back soon. Bye. See ya. Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.